Maroon 5 here on the Saturday Sports Show and before that Amy McDonald with Pride. Well, we're going to be talking a bit of rugby, of course. The Six Nations continues, just about to get underway, England and Italy. Later on this afternoon, Scotland versus Wales. But when I caught up with Charlie Hopper earlier, we spoke about last week's action and a shock win for Scotland. I watched the full 80 and, you know, they completely dominated England, you know, uh, at the breakdown uh, with ball in hand. And I think you see it with football a lot, don't you, that sometimes you just cannot score. I mean, that was the case for England, and we'd have been here now, and England still wouldn't have beaten them. So, a disappointment for Eddie Jones' side, but as you remember last year in the Six Nations, England lost the first game as well against France, so there's still hope there. Um, But Scotland, what an absolute turnover that was. Indeed, um, they take on Wales um, this afternoon, so uh, what's your, your, your prediction for that one? Yeah, again, that's a really tough, tough one to call. I mean, Wales are quite a depleted side. Um, they beat Ireland, but I guess you can't really take much from that victory because Ireland were down to 14 men. They'd had a red card. So I think it's going to be a tight one. I think there'll be probably five or six points in it, if not a try in it. Um, but I really can't call that one. There's, there's two really tough games this weekend that I'm struggling to call. If I was to really, really put put my heart on it, I would, I would want to say Wales. Um, but you never know, Scotland could could turn up again and, and you know could go two from two. And uh, I dare say the other game that you're struggling to call is on Sunday, where France and Ireland meet. Uh, how do you see this one going? Oh, again, um, I think with Ireland being at home on Valentine's Day, it's going to be it's going to be a tough ask for the French. But they're going from strength to strength, really. And you know, I can see them rolling Ireland um, in Dublin. It'll be a knock for um, for their side over over playing against Wales and losing in the first game so for my, my hopes are that Ireland get the win so that another team um, loses a game so that it puts England back into into contention but I can just see a France win in Dublin and you know it sets them on for a really good campaign Indeed it does and let's go to England of course uh, the, the early game on Saturday it's England against Italy surely Italy getting a, a battering from France last week surely England will win this one won't they? Oh, you'd hope so I mean if, if well they will I think they will win it um, I think Eddie Jones aside just need, they need a win they need a bonus point win but as we saw with Italy when they came over a couple of years ago and they, they came with a game plan and it completely disrupted the England side when they were playing with with the rules at the breakdown and they weren't committing men to the rook and, and it made it really hard but Eddie Jones needs to rally his troops he's made changes he's brought some more of the experienced World Cup boys back um, so you know you're, you're expecting England to put points past him but the worst thing for England will be to win but not to pick up a bonus point because against Italy that is really a free a free for all and you know fingers crossed England and can get the win and results can kind of go their way this weekend I was going to say in your heart of hearts Charlie can England still win the tournament? I mean, last last Six Nations when they got beat first up, you know, I just I sat here and said there's no chance. But you know, you've got to look at now. Wales have to get have to get beat, but I'm, I'm hoping that we beat Wales. I'm hoping that we beat Ireland. I'm hoping that France beat Scotland and Ireland beat France. So it's, it could go down to points again. But you know, you you never know. I don't think we've really deserved it these past couple of months. And you know, especially from last weekend, I was I was very frustrated with the with the England performance, as probably most England supporters were. But you never know. It'd be a serious get out of jail free card. But as they say, you can tell when a team is in when the team's in form because they'll find ways to win. So you know, fingers crossed, Eddie Jones gets it right for the rest of the tournament. What did you make of the 
uh, the atmosphere of the games was, of course, no fans in the ground, um, and, and the level of performance, considering a lot of those players want to play competitively for some time, certainly internationally. Yeah, I think it's it's um, it's the rugby atmosphere is definitely not a, a a football a football atmosphere. I mean, fans are mixed in in rugby stadiums. It's a very different kind of affair when when England go for it. But Twickenham's usually such a fortress, and I think this Six Nations more than any will probably show that going over to Dublin, going to to Twickenham, going to the Stade de France, going to um, Murrayfield is going to be a completely different affair. And I think home and away advantage probably doesn't come into it as much as we'd expect it, hence why Scotland rolled England um, uh, Twickenham. But, you know, it's just not the same, is it? Everything's a little bit different and the intensity just doesn't seem to be there, which is a shame. But thankfully, we've got some rugby to watch and, and keep us entertained on a weekend. Absolutely right. And I believe you've been talking a little bit of rugby this week, uh, Charlie, with your other media hat on. Uh, uh, hopefully uh, a new rugby club for, for the Scarborough area, I believe. Yes, uh, looking at uh, the pirate side, um, Tom Reid chatted to me and, you know, he, he seems really positive. And, you know, look, you've got to look at, at, the, at the town and it's really growing. Um, we'll now have a women's and a male rugby side and more sides for the male, and then you're looking at a women's and a male rugby league side as well. So that's four teams that are catering for all different abilities, all different, you know, enjoyment. And look, it's great for the town, and what a time to really set up now that hopefully we're at the back end of, of this pandemic, and, you know, as soon as we get the green light and things, everything can sort of go back to normal, and sport can be really put on the map here in Scarborough. Yeah, indeed. Uh, what What is the latest you're hearing in in terms of the chances of of rugby coming back locally? I mean, I know in 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 football, and I've read it a lot at the national league, and you know the, the Vanarama National League have been really poor on on communication, and I just feel like the RFU now need to make a decision within maybe the the next week or so, and and I think the best thing to do now is say to everyone else. Right, we're not going to play any more competitive rugby. We're going to get it behind, get the pandemic behind us, get everyone vaccinated, and we start again in September. That that's a little bit more clarity that people need. And I've been speaking to Matty Jones, and you know the lads are trying to trying to keep fit and trying to keep motivated. But you know, at what point do you say, well, we can keep stringing them along here, and then we'll give them a chance. So you know, I'd I'd like to see the RFU just be a bit more clarity, and if they believe there's still an opportunity, then then be honest with the clubs. But you know, I can't really see it at the moment. I think we should just start fresh. Uh, in the summer and uh, you know and start again as, as everyone in the whole country that was Charlie Hopper talking a bit of rugby with us a little bit earlier on and coming up a little bit later on we have got on this day going back to 1999 that was Scarborough's last season in the football league and we'll be talking to Mike McNaughton about that season and about their game against Shrewsbury on this day in 1999 22 years ago can you believe at the same time at Whitby Town were taking on Colwyn Bay at the Turnbull Ground Whitby in their first season in what was then the Unibon Premier Division their first season in the NPL and of course they're 22 years on still there still holding the fort and before that though we have a real treat we've got Kevin Toms who was the man who authored the very first football manager game we'll be catching up with Kevin after this